Welcome to the Lovingly Conscious Podcast, a podcast in which we discuss what it means to live a conscious life with love as a central point. I believe that if we all live life consciously, make conscious decisions and take responsibility for our own lives, that the world would be a much better place with love at the forefront. That is why I created this podcast, so we can discover what it means to live that mindful and conscious life together. My name is Megan Josephine, and I'm your host today. Let this epic episode begin. Hi there, welcome to another episode of the Lovingly Conscious Podcast. I am Megan and I am your host again today. Thank you so much for being here for yourself and I'm grateful that you are listening to a very, very inspiring conversation once again. So today I talked with Damla Aktkin, if I can say that properly. She uh, originally came from Turkey, now lives in the States and she is an energetic wound healer, crystal healing teacher and a soul healing writer. As you will hear in the conversation, I really talked with Damla on a very deep level about what it means to be and how to live life. And she has such a positive, high vibration and such wisdom in her. I, I also say that to her during the conversation. Um, I'm an HSB, highly sensitive person. I can feel energies of other people. And usually I can really easily block that, turn that off, um, just as a protection for myself. But she was vibing so high that I could literally not ignore her energy. And we weren't talking face to face, we were talking via a video screen. So the fact that she was vibing that high really says a lot. So she has a company called A Drop of Ohm. And it basically means that you have this magic soup within you and that's your drop of Ohm. She has all sorts of things that you can do with her, crystal healing courses, you've got a tribe that you can join, that you can work one-on-one with her. We especially talk about what it's like to heal yourself with crystals, because crystals are energetic beings, energetic frequencies that we can really learn from and work with. So, uh, for example, I ask her a question, how can we use crystals to heal and she says you don't use them you work with them and I was like oh yes that is such a wise thing to say so if you are into these sort of things definitely the episode for you so go and check it out and um, I hope you enjoy it so yeah let's get started. Hi Domina thank you so much for being here I'm so grateful that you took the time to be on the Lovingly Conscious podcast. I love it I love the name of the podcast. Thank you so much. I really, I really, yeah, it took me a while to get there, but I just feel like loving and being conscious is just so what the world needs right now. So there we are. That's the name. Um, can you tell me which conscious choice have you made today? Oh, goodness. <laughs> I had a good breakfast. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, that counts. Definitely. What did I, you eat? I make this thing with, um, I cut bananas, just a little bit of tahini, cocoa powder, and a little bit of maple syrup, and it's yummy. Wow, that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> I absolutely love tahini, and yeah, it's, it's very fulfilling, so I feel good about that one. Mm, that sounds really good. I'm going to try that one day. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking, so on my end of the world, I live in the US, I'm in the morning, 
and you're in the evening in Netherlands. So yeah, I'm just, I'm waking up. <laughs> uh, you're taking your time. <laughs> and I'm going towards dinner. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, can you maybe tell me about your story? How did you become an energetic wound healer, coach and writer? And what made you the person that you are today? Oh, uh, yes. Let's, let's dive into that, shall we? Yeah. I didn't go into this... Um, you know, I was, I was just thinking about that this morning, there was no part in my mind saying, you know, let me be a healer by this date. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever chooses that. (laughs) That way, in fact, I started my professional life, I studied engineering, and then I studied uh, business, I did my MBA, I found myself in the corporate world, uh, which then translated into um, two personal health emergencies, the first one took me out of the corporate world and launched me into the world of yoga. I became a yoga teacher. Mm. And then the second one happened when I became a mom. I um, had an emergency C-section, which launched, launched me into another part of my evolution where nothing I knew worked, nothing I knew from the yoga world helped except mantras they were for my for first entry point into feeling better mm-hmm. and I started to experiment with crystals and they started to bring me some relief and I found that the decision point wasn't so much as um like may help me do this kind of thing with the with the universe but my conversation with the universe was here I am Um, here's all that I bring to the table and please just use me for good wow and what happened at that point was I feel as I look back on it this was about um, 10 years ago now at that point it could have been that I I would be sent back to the corporate world (laughs) I could have been, I now live in the US, I grew up in Turkey, I could have been sent back to Turkey, but it just so happened that I found myself where I am and I found myself being drawn to more and more deep, a deeper, to a deeper understanding of what I call energetic wounds and how to heal vibrationally using tools of crystals, mantras, EFT tapping and, um, and intuition. So all of these things are things that I practice for myself now and things that I help people with. Um, So in short, I feel like I'm here because there were a lot of guideposts along the way that sort of directed me to be here. And then intentionally, I wanted to be at a place in my life physically and um, energetically, where I can make the biggest impact, um, sort of live in and through my purpose. And that's why I am where I am, I do, and I do what I do. Wow. And um, what is your purpose, would you say? Well, our purpose changes every single day, right? Mm, wow. <laughs> my purpose being uh, being in love. And then I was just writing about this. Um, during the pandemic, I dedicated myself to learning tarot, which I had a long time interest in, tarot card readings, as well as I'm now dabbling in astrology. 
And one of the cards there is uh, the magician. It's actually the second card. The first card is the fool. You sort your life being the fool. You just come out and you're ready for the adventure. You don't know what awaits you. Yeah, like <laughs> you, come, you come willingly, right? Yeah. And you turn into magician who has um, a table in front of him in the Rider Waite Smith deck, the, the most traditional tarot deck. And this person that we call magician has the elements symbolized in front of him. There's the sword, which symbolizes the mind and the air. There's the cup, which symbolizes the emotions and water. There is the pentacle, which symbolizes physical goods, physical things and earth. And then there's the wand that symbolizes inspiration, life spark and um, passion and the element of fire. And then the, the magician has his right hand up with a, with a staff. He's holding a staff and the left hand down. So he's getting the divine spark and he's sort of channeling, he's transmuting this information using the tools available to him and then takes it back to the earth. So I know this is a, this is a longer way of... <laughs> answering your your question about purpose but basically our purpose at each and every moment is saying okay let me be open to that divine spark and inspiration today in this point and then let me also get what I need from that and give myself that which I need and then these are the tools these are the ingredients that I have in front of me including my emotional landscape all the tools, the healing tools that I already have. So what kind of soup do I want to make today? And I call that your drop of home. That's the name of my business. And your drop of home, your vibrational soup that you are, becomes the, um, the generator and the attractor of your reality all around you. So your purpose is to say, here's what is available to me today. How can I make something good with it? And that's your mix of magic. Yeah, yeah. And that starts with you, right? If I don't tend to that little soup, little droplet that I am, I can't really transmit anything good to the world. So it starts with how do I set up my environment? What am I going to wear today? I'd like, I like wearing something soft that I can feel and touch. What am I going to... Um, Whereas jewelry, like I love crystals. I love the touch of them again. So touch is important to me. So how do I nourish and feed myself, which then creates this container in my body um, that can start to alchemize things. Remember the magicians, one hand is up, the other hand is down. And then everything that's coming in has a place to um, to be stirred in you and to become something that it wasn't before and then to be given out into the world with love beautiful and I, I just want to say this really quickly I'm highly uh, sensitive and I can feel other people's energies and your energy is so high vibe and also very loving I don't know I really feel like this mother energy also like this I want to I want to come and hug you so I just wanted to put that out there but thank you so much thank you I appreciate you saying that I'm I'm sensitive as well and I love that you're um you feel very earthing to me yeah. <laughs> but I, um, 
I agree in the sense that my my um, priority has become, especially over the pandemic, to um, to parent myself, to mother and father myself in a way. Um, and that is making a difference in my life, in my relationships, and in my work. So that's um, that's one of my highest priorities. How do I take care of my needs today? So then I can begin to create and optimize things for others. Beautiful. That's so beautiful. And I just wanted to point out the irony is that you did the tarot cards and you explained about the fool and the magician. And then if I look back on your story, at a certain point, you were like the fool and you said to the universe, I, I'm just going to let you do with me what I'm going to do. I'm just, just please do what, what, you know, use me for good. And then you were like, okay, I'll just do that. And then you ended up there and you ended up being the magician and doing with, you know, your life, what you wanted to do with the tools that you had at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to the tarot analogy. And then the next card is the high priestess. You become aware of the duality of life. And then the next card is actually what I'm sort of working with right now it's the empress mm -hmm. and empress in a lot of interpretations is said to be pregnant mm -hmm. and it's not just physical pregnancies pregnancy of ideas pregnancy of um thought processes and shifting frameworks so that's where i am right now which is once i opened up the vessel that i am to exactly what you say okay do with me <laughs> what you will and things started flowing and then there's a moment of the number two high priestess in the queen where she's sort of in the middle of um experiencing duality and and sort of making space for all of that in herself which then leads to okay now that I've made that space, I'm ready to be pregnant and bring something out into the world. Yeah. As you can see, I love tarot. In <laughs> yeah, I love it. This is this getting a whole different direction, but it's all good. <laughs> just, like, you know, let, just talk about whatever comes through. I love that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we haven't even touched upon crystals yet. No, so we'll get there. <laughs> you are your own boss. I love that. How do you make your co beautiful contribution to the world? Can you explain something about the work that you do? Yes, uh, what I do is it has three facets. One of them is writing. I write. I um, I share my writing in in my blog, in my newsletters, as well as I've created um, daily self healing journals, where I take you through a practice like crystal healing or gratitude journaling, and I take you a little further down the rabbit hole than you might with a bullet point journal, <laughs> and. <laughs> give you a sense of how can I deepen this? How can I widen this? How can I enlarge this to a point where it's like fully pleasurable for, for all of me? And then the other part that I do is um, I work with people one-on-one. -on -one. That involves uh, a lot of what you just did and for sort of feeling into their energetic landscape. But I don't like telling them what's happening versus guiding them through feeling it themselves and finding a resolution themselves. And I do that through different 
different tools. I use tuning force crystals, um, but mostly the moment to moment guidance and the moment to moment interaction, which then led me to um, during the pandemic, I created a group program and crystal healing membership called Chakra Bliss World. And the main reason for that was um, I found myself during the pandemic at a place where I didn't want to um, self-improve. It was all of us going through trauma. I just wanted to be held in love. Mm. I just wanted to be held in love and then have an opportunity for five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes to gently reset my system in a pool of love. And that is what that membership is. I basically, I post three healings a month. One of them is just short, five to 10 minutes. One of them is like a monthly tune-up to help you go through things. And then the set of the third one is sort of a deeper healing. We, we tackle a subject like um, clearing the energy of, of shots, uh, any stress associated with it or clearing the energy of surgeries. So you have an opportunity to go deeper if you want, but you also have the chance to sort of maintain and uh, allow yourself again to have that beautiful um, goodness soup that you are. So it becomes not a chore, but a delightful experience to come back to that part of you and reconnect with that and reset again and again and again and um, the other reason I wanted to do that is as I work with people privately I find myself okay we did all this deep work and now I'm gonna send you into the world <laughs> into the wilderness and I I didn't I didn't want them to feel like they didn't have any any tools and even when we have tools there needs to be a, a reason for for us to come back to it and that's what my crystal healing membership is for you to come back and experience what it feels to be held in love mm, wow that is really powerful um because a community I mean, I think 10% of the work is doing a lot of the work yourself. And then 90% of the work is basically having a community around you of high vibe people who, who know what you're going through, who, who understand what life can be like from your point of view, and to be able to just fall back on them and be loved and be carried. And even you as the person who has initiated this, you can even be carried by them. And it's also great to be able to be in contact with your clients still because sometimes you know someone asked me recently they said um like do you feel like you're you're in touch with your students in the membership and I I thought about it I'm like I don't see them as my students <laughs> or as my like sheep flock of sheep that I <laughs> have to guide versus like I am just one of them I am someone who is deeply interested in self-healing I'm a mom I do need that recharge I do need that energy and in fact I do listen to the healings like at least once a day myself and I run them for my family too so it's like being in a container of people who are as geeky and as open as me <laughs> And connect, being connected with them through this medium of um, just love, just pure love is very deeply satisfying. 
Oh, that sounds so good. I want to take a bath in your, uh, (laughs) (laughs) your company is centered around healing. What's the most important thing about healing ourselves? Why is it so important that we heal ourselves? So this is something that I, I wrote about recently, which is if you think about your relationships, if you think about any time you felt like you were you weren't hurt, you were misunderstood, or you had a conflict with someone, or you find your you found yourself in a situation that you're getting defensive or the other person being defensive in some way. I can guarantee almost that in all in almost all those cases that the person that you were interacted with was not um, nourished and Mm. resourced. In all likelihood, neither were you. (laughs) And here you are asking for love, understanding and compassion from someone, whether this be your family or someone at work or someone that you see out on the street, you're asking for the compassion from this person that they haven't given themselves. And now the next question you need to be asking is, of course, that's their choice. But the question you need to be asking yourself is, have I given myself that compassion and care? Mm. Have I taken the time to meet my energetic needs? And our energetic needs aren't just this moment. You have energetic needs of your all your inner children who are living in you. All your ancestors are living in you. And you don't have to know the specifics of what they went through. You don't even have to remember your own inner children. But as in the moment that you're feeling not nourished, not in your center, that means you need energetic nourishment. And what is energetic nourishment? Unconditional acceptance, forgiveness, knowing that you are going to be safe, keeping yourself safe, giving yourself the chance to recharge and rest, giving yourself the chance and opportunities to be curious and creative, giving yourself opportunities for connection, giving yourself opportunities to be held safe while you look at your past trauma through working with a healer like me or whoever you choose, giving yourself to recharge, re-nourish, resource yourself every single day. So that's what the healing, when I say healing, that's what I'm talking about. So unless you become compassionate with yourself, you're going to keep like hitting the world at that place, like keep asking for something, most likely from people who can't give it to you because they haven't given it to themselves. So your first responsibility is to say, okay, this is the life spark that's here. How do I take care of it now? Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, if you look at energetic wounds, if you literally look at a wound, it's an open place that hurts because it's damaged. And if you keep opening that same wound or keep damaging it, it's never gonna, and you're asking for other people to like heal it or touch it with their love. It's never gonna be enough. 
So it's like a holistic puzzle. Like you said, you need to do multiple things. You first you need to clean the wound, then you've got to plaster it, then you've got to, you've got to take care of it. You've got to really make a holistic sort of round love circle for yourself to be able to heal. And if I may talk from my own experience, I created an eating disorder throughout my life because I did not heal certain wounds that I didn't even know I had. Um, and I've been going into therapy for the last few months to really heal emotional wounds and also to teach myself to express emotions because that's always been an issue and that's kind of hard as an as a highly sensitive person if you can't express your 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 emotions even though you feel so deeply um and the trauma that i've been going through is so deep and painful but i know that on the other hand i'm gonna be a better person and I'm going to be more comfortable in life if I heal those wounds, if you know what I mean, if I heal that trauma that I have. Yeah. So, yeah. so you just touched upon, it's so funny that our, our bodies present things. You have dealt with the nourishment issue, but the, the nourishment that we put into our mouths can be representative of other kinds of nourishment. So there's that element there. There's also something about wounds that I, I, I like to think about a little differently, which is we tend to think of a wound that is something as something static and unchanging. Like you get hit somewhere in your body. Uh, but even that changes over time, it, it heals and it, there are different connections from fascia that happen through it. And in my experience with energetic wounds, energetic wounds aren't just in your body, they're also in your energy field mm. as static vibrational place, um, as not static, as moving vibrational places. And what, what I find when I dive deeper into a place like that in someone's field, here's the interesting part. We assume, you know, this wound holds this type of information. And, and if I only release that, I'll be happy and free and fine. What I find is a little more nuanced than that. I find in any given point, a certain aspect of the wound is active in our bodies and our fields. Meaning there is your, your energetic system creates a priority and a story and says, here's what this person needs to resolve and see and let go or nourish or heal. Mm -hmm. And it can be just one aspect of the wound. Let's just let's just say it's about anger, the anger that you're holding to. And there may be that first point where you learned to start to hang on to your, your fear and your anger. And if that's coming up when I dig into the wound, I know that it's not about that point in time. It's about what's happening here and now as you're repeating that pattern. Right. So and I also tell people that there's a spiraling growth. You're going to keep hitting the same wound over and over again, but it's not cyclical because you're not the same person when you hit it again. You keep evolving and changing and climbing up the ladder of growth. And if you're doing it yourself, wonderful. If you get help 
I've seen people make bigger jumps um, more safely because then you you feel safe to expand a little bit more so every time you hit the wound you're going to see something else so the wound is in itself is not a bad thing it's sort of a guidepost in reminding you what your next evolution step is yeah that's beautiful because it is it is now you're right it's not in the past it's now and you get to deal with it now and it's beautiful that there are people who can give us that, that support to be able to jump onto the next point and to grow and to heal from it. Yeah. And as you, as you sort of dig into the roots of that wound, your now expands, your possibilities expand. The way you look at things expand here in the, in the now. So there are two ways of looking at it really. Like you could start with the wound to expand your now. Or you can start with a practice like the crystal healing that I'm offering or the mantra practice or gratitude practice to expand your container so that the wound has more room to to open up and sort of uh, rearrange itself as you expand your container. Does that make sense? Like, okay. So, and, and, in, in reality, both of those have to happen. Like you, you both need to dive into the wound and you, bo- you also need to keep tending to the container that you are yeah. for to be most effective. Yeah, exactly. And then in the future, we have the opportunity to deal differently with a certain situation that will come on our path again because we've expanded that wound. We've expanded the energetic healing of it. Yes, but then you also need to keep expanding your container because let's say that you're in a particularly like a tough day physically, like you yeah. haven't slept that much, like I haven't today. Yeah. That means you, you then have the responsibility to say, okay, this is a day where my container is small. Mm-hmm. I want my container is small, like popcorn, things are gonna wanna erupt out yeah. that I don't want to erupt. How can I la- enlarge myself and like, ground reground myself a little bit more so it's a daily it's every moment is practice beautiful definitely and can you give us one tip that will utilize to start healing today (sighs) what feels what feels good what Mm. feels joyful Mm. that's what expands us right what feels um good to eat drink hold look at to smell to touch this is one of my softest things that I wear can you give something give yourself something soft to touch can mm-hmm. you give yourself I have like one of my daughter's fidget toys something that's pleasurable to to play with mm-hmm. can you give yourself um the chance to enjoy the things you're looking at and then maybe within that there's a moment whether your eyes are open or closed you can begin to look for things that are enjoyable within your system within your body beautiful so that's a that. and then yeah. do that again and again and again beautiful thanks <laughs> how can we use crystal to heal crystals yeah we don't use them we partner with them mm, mm, mm. i love that mm-hmm they're not things, they're vibrational structures, just like we are. 
and the biggest thing I learned from crystal is, crystals is that um, I am a crystal. There are 65% of more minerals in our bones. Your teeth are bones. Water in your body is liquid crystal. DNA is a liquid crystal. Your eyes are 95% water. They're crystals. And then I was just thinking about like your teeth literally being minerals and crystals. Yeah. And yeah. what crystals do is they take in vibrational information. They can store it. They can also transmute it, refocus it like laser, which are ruby crystals. And then they can give out information. So now the question to ask is, what am I speaking? My saliva water is a crystal. My teeth, like they can hold this vibrational information. What am I speaking out? Within your body, your thoughts, your energy field. What am I telling myself? How am I touching myself? Am I touching myself like something to be used? and abused <laughs> or am I treating myself secretly as I sh should be treating crystals who are me in in just solid in, in a solid form that I can touch to remind me of who I am and what I am that's amazing I never thought of our bodies as crystals wow I'm just mind blown for a second <laughs> And then if you look around this desk that I'm, you know, yeah. touching, it's wood. Wood has DNA. Mm. Wood uses or has, draws in minerals. So there's crystals here. There's crystals in glass. There's crystals pretty much anywhere you touch and look at. So then you say, okay, how am I interacting with the world? Here is the, the soup that I am, right? That appears solid, but it's not solid. The vibrational drop of OM that I am. And then all these droplets around me, I'm swimming in a sea of OM. Mm. And what do I want to draw into my vibrational soup? What do I want to focus on? And then how do I interact with every single human being and being that I touch upon from animals to plants to other people to the food in front of me which is again also any plant has dna and any animal product you eat has dna so they are crystals and crystals talk to each other vibrationally so it's it's pretty much changed my life to the point of it becoming a sacred ritual if yeah. i remember it yeah sounds very sacred so if we would like to work with crystals to heal do we then choose crystals intuitively and put them on our bodies or how does that work exactly that's one way you can yeah. ask them questions you can introduce yourself to them say hi mm -hmm. say instead of saying what can i use you for you can say here's who i am what i am can I, can I touch and feel into who you are? Just like you did at the beginning with me, you were feeling into me. Yeah. And then if they, you ask for permission, of course, and then if they let you, you say, you can feel into me too. Let's have an energetic conversation. And that can go a million different ways. 
which is another reason in the membership, the majority of the healings that I do are silent. And you can select, I, I do have crystals on my end, but you can select any single crystal you want to engage with. And then you can, in that safe loving container that I'm offering, you can interact and you can ask things like, what shall we, what shall we explore today? And you listen. And then you can begin to observe, okay, I, I love feeling this crystal here in my heart I wonder what this what else does does this crystal enjoy does it go want to go to my heart does it want to go to my throat or does it want to be held wow so it's a whole new different way of looking and being with them Hmm. okay so I've got a crystal here I could do you think that they have energetic codes in them because I, I follow this woman who called um, Activation Vibration. Uh, she's called Heather. And she makes like these crystal grids, you know. And she talks about like codes being in the crystals. Um, yeah, how, how do you think about that? What's a code? I mean, when you say activation code, that's an intention. And do crystals respond to intention? Yes. Do we respond to intention? Yes. Mm. Because we're a crystal. So it's the same thing. If you say something like, I intend to be grateful throughout this day, you will see and begin to notice more opportunities for you to like sink deeper into experiences and to be with things. And in a similar way, I think that crystals are more limitless than we, we give them credit for. And the same thing with us. Mm. So it's not so much saying, I don't, I don't subscribe to saying like, this crystal does this, this crystals activate this, but you can partner with them because remember you're droplet seeping, uh, swimming in a sea of foam and so are crystals, but what they help you do is they help you connect with the subtle streams in that ocean. And if you have any particular intention about connecting with a particular stream, let's say you want to open up to being more creative, they can certainly help you do that. It's like two vibrational beings um, working together to open up a channel and tune into a radio station that's already there. Mm, And then to create magic together yeah yeah that's beautiful yeah because we often say like rose quartz is good for the heart you know it's uh it's a, the the strain of love but not every rose quartz is the same rose quartz no they're un- just like us they're unique and even in the same um particular structural species there are variations and then just like having a pet they they take on some of the qualities of you as you begin to work work with them over the years they they understand your purpose they understand what you're drawn to connecting with so they they enable that more they're like catalyzers um so are and it's a they're a great reminder to touch the magic just like you said to touch the magic that we are and that is all around us 
That's so beautiful. Yeah, because I was just going to ask you the question, when we Google the symbolism behind a crystal or an amethyst, for example, um, do you feel that this is important during the selection process of which crystal is good for our healing journey? Or do you feel like, no, intuitively choose the crystal that also chooses you? It's a bit like saying, I had this dream. Let me go to a dream interpreter. Yeah. And they'll, they'll tell me what's best. But it doesn't work like that. Every dream is special to the person who's dreaming it. So what you're drawn to is also going to change according to, to what you need in that moment. Maybe you need a particularly strong crystal who has a higher frequency. Maybe you need a particularly uh, grounding one. My advice to people, and there's, I have a mini course on my website called Crystal Healing Myths. I took it, I took it. <laughs> and my advice is instead of going for quantity, saying like, which most of us go for, we're like, oh, let me have this huge variety of crystals. And trust me, I'm that was me at the beginning. Um, instead of that, say, how can I have the, the quality of relationship with just one crystal and most people have it in their jewelry box yeah. as a pendant as a ring uh silver and gold are minerals too so just pick one and see where that takes you and and enjoy and have fun i have one of my journals is called crystal healing journal specifically to guide you through the, this process and in that i have questions that open up your heart and mind questions like um how can i love this crystals crystal more and sometimes it's easier to ask that question than to say how can i love myself more mm. because crystal is something outside of you it's nature it's already beautiful it's pretty to look at and touch and we don't think of ourselves that way so trust and yes by all means go intuitive go go crazy have fun <laughs> yeah, have fun i don't know because what i've always found really interesting i've always liked the look of opal like opal stones but i've always felt extremely repulsed by them and i know that's a big word but really when i think about the stone opal i feel like sort of sick and like a headache do you have an explanation for that is it just not the right stone for me Hmm. I think there is no right or wrong stone. It would be curious for you to maybe not have that stone physically. That's the other part that people don't realize is that you don't need crystals to work with crystals. Hmm. You're a crystal, hence you can connect to the idea, the vibration of any crystal in the world. But the question for you would be, um, what am I repulsed by within myself? Mm. And how can I tune into that to understand, first of all, how much of that is mine? How much of someone else's emotions and thought process have I adopted as mine? Meaning if you felt someone or if you assumed someone was repulsed by you at some point, did you believe that you're repulsive and did you take that on? 
because a crystal by by itself or by herself is neither lovable lovable or nor repulsive i believe they're lovable but that's just <laughs> my bias they just are they just are so for you to say i'm repulsed by it is telling me uh there's there's some exploration there that needs to be yeah. done that's beautiful thank you for adding that Thank you. Okay, I'm going over into four short questions that I have for you. You can answer, like give very long answers. You can also give really short answers. That's all up to you. Number one is which subjects should be mandatory at schools all over the world? Crystal healing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <laughs> I've taught crystal healing to five-year-olds. They're amazingly open. They just don't question what, why, is there any, you know, scientific research around this? They just hold them. They enjoy them. They go into them in their minds and they see all these geometric structures it's, and color, colorful rainbows and unicorns. I mean, it's amazing how open they are. I wish we all were open. That oh, way. They're so much more intuitive than us adults. So true. So beautiful. Which book should everybody read? Ah. Uh, Okay, uh, Through Stories of Spiritual Power by Thomas Ashley Ferrant. I've not heard of that one. What's it about? Thomas Ashley Ferrant uh, is, is an American who got into a path of becoming a um, mantra teacher. He has many, many books about mantras. But in this particular book, he is telling all the stories in his spiritual journey of how he, he came across uses and uses of spiritual power, meaning what we were talking about, the intention of drawing in energy into ourselves like a magician, and then you can give it out lovingly or you can give it out in a different way. There's one particular one. He used to live in Washington, D.C., and I used to live in Washington, D.C., in the story, he is he's someone who can like electrically feel in his body if someone sends him energy. Um, so as he's walking down this um, road, which is like he comes out of the metro station, and this is a place where I went through many, many times while I lived in Washington, D.C. As he's walking, he comes across this um, homeless man and he doesn't at first realize it, but as this homeless man is looking at people, he's sending out just these like chew as he looks at them, he's sending out these like electricity of healing. Wow. And this man looks at Thomas Ashley Farron and he just feels like a zap, like something good hits him. And he talks about how some people are born with this ability to do this but because they haven't learned like they haven't um been educated in how to hold that magic within themselves and and wield it properly they might end up having some mental health issues but anyways i thought what a beautiful lesson like someone you may not expect in a million years He's giving you a blessing <laughs> as you walk in the city that you walk in every single day. So, I mean, and he has many stories like this. So it was incredibly nourishing and um, I on so many levels. So I recommend that to people. True stories of 
Spiritual Power by Thomas Ashley Ferrand. Beautiful. Oh, that's going on my list. Absolutely. Um, which show, film or documentary should everybody watch? Uh, <laughs> this was hard because um, in my family, we all have different tastes and where my husband and mine overlap is usually like superhero <laughs> movies are like fantastic series. And I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. Um, one particular one that I, I love is Aquaman. Okay. And I actually, we saw it on, in the movie theater and I actually cried in Aquaman. <laughs> I've cried so many times at like you know those sort of films and the reason is he's such an um such a it's a hero's story and there comes a point where he's like like I'm not doing this it's it's a bit like I, I guess it reminds me of my story he's like I'm not doing this for me but this is the vessel like and I know, you know, I'm going to make mistakes, but this is the vessel. And this is the power. Just use me. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Ross and I are like, I've got the same with my partner. He, um, he uh, is a historian. And he loves war films. And I'm really like, ugh, no, not another war film. So much violence. No. Um, so, but the, the one thing that we both enjoy watching is South Park. <laughs> so <laughs> we watch South Park together. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway and the last question I have for you is what's your tip for living a life in love start with the small things that you think are just not relevant and pay attention to small things that annoy you that you think are not relevant I was thinking about that this morning actually I had um, um my yoga teacher trainer teacher um she used to tell me and everyone <laughs> you the way you do anything is the way you do everything um and that's what i'm realizing now in my journey is to to be loading and unloading the dishwasher with with love makes a difference because i can't load and unload it with like absolute hate and then come back to my desk and write a loving blog post. Just the energy carries over. Yeah. So anything and everything you're maybe repulsed by or annoyed needs like a closer look so you can begin to either neutralize it or to come to a point where it becomes um, or be open to it being enjoyable in some way. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. I think that every time we do something mindfully and consciously, and that also for me means putting love into something, it makes life more enjoyable too. Even, the, even doing the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And get help. I mean, it's not always has to be that we're pushing ourselves to, to be in love. I mean, that's also unrealistic to say like, I'm going to be in enjoyment every single moment of my life. But if, if you're someone who is, you know, really having, having a hard time enjoying things, 
it is meant to be enjoyable for the most part it is <laughs> it doesn't um, have to be perfect but if it is hard to enjoy life just get help please please there's so many ways you can get help and you can help yourself too so eventually life's just meant to be fun and uh, you're just meant to enjoy life yeah yeah thank you so much Dama. where can people uh find you how can they work with you tell me everything and i'll put it in the show notes so my website is very easy a drop of home.com a-d-r-o-p-o-f-o-m.com and the same on instagram a drop of home and they can go to my website and there's a quiz there called your energetic rooms quiz that's going to tell you what your energetic rooms are that's like sort of the starting point that might give you an idea of the the roots of the annoyances and griefs and anger in your life and then you decide okay is this something i'm going to tackle myself or if you need help there's a, a ton of ways to work with me there you can choose from from the membership to working with me privately to online courses so you can see all of that um and then as far as crystals i would say start today and if you want to enjoy them if you want to cultivate a loving relationship with your crystals i do have that journal that they can take um and pretty much any healing i do is a crystal healing any meditation you do is a crystal meditation because you are a crystal as we talked about so go out there have fun and keep in mind that um you're a beautiful container and whatever you contain doesn't have to be you so keep your container clean enjoy beautiful thank you so much Domina, for being here really great My pleasure thank I'm you really so full of wisdom so it's beautiful i love this conversation thank you well so you much. are too you're definitely an old soul aren't you i yeah. love i love when it becomes sort of um uh like I go somewhere and you're like, oh, okay, let's go deeper this way and then deeper. So this was really, really enjoyable for me. So thank you for yeah, that. We're having a conversation rather than a flat interview. It's nice to really talk. So yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, didn't you just absolutely love this interview? I really felt like it was a good question of me to ask so just giving myself a tap on the shoulder here. So um, I, th I thought it was a good question of me to ask her, like, why am I so repulsed by Opal? And it's such a interesting way of thinking that she had, like, if the Opal repulses you, then maybe it might not be the stone for you. But also it's a good idea to look within yourself to notice what you are repulsed by within yourself or maybe within your life. And what could the op opal represent? So I thought that was a very fascinating way of looking at it. And it's something that I could definitely go and look towards for myself. So I hope you absolutely loved this interview. I definitely did. Um, if you want to know more about Damla's story or everything that she does, go and check out her website. It's in the show notes. And I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next week. Bye.